Happy last week of classes, Westmont. And you're halfway through the week at that. Keep focused and work just as hard as you have been throughout this fall. But remember that God has you and he wants you to find peace in his presence during this time of Advent as well. Today you are listening to our final Westmont Works podcast of the semester. Sad, I know, but hey, we all need a little break for Christmas after this funky year, right? I'm so excited for this episode because we get to tie a pretty bow on our Westmont San Francisco segment. A few weeks ago, we had the pleasure of hearing from Kristen Leichty and Brad Berkey about the program itself. And they each touched on how a key aspect of Westmont San Francisco is the immersive internship experience that yields eight credits towards your degree. Today, we will be hearing from an alum of the Westmont San Francisco summer program who will share with us her journey through her internship, the joys and trials of navigating the bustling city, and ultimately how God used the opportunity of off-campus programs to guide her to where she is today. Before we welcome our guest, I want to highlight the importance of internships, which are at the heart of Westmont and San Francisco. The Cove wants to help you find internships that are just right for you. One way we can advocate internship opportunities is through our off-campus programs. But if that isn't plausible for you, we would love for you to sign up on Handshake to meet with one of us and we can discuss your options. Internships are vital for life and work post-undergrad. According to Colleges of Distinction's website, Immersive internships in your field of study are essential to successful outcomes after graduation. Internships contribute to career development and character growth, and they act as a door to more opportunities. The real-life application of internships launches you into positions that are challenging, but incredibly rewarding. Evan Kilgore, Special Projects Coordinator at Grace College in Indiana, writes, Deliberative preparation for a rewarding career is a must. Internships are beneficial because they help develop your professional aptitude, strengthen personal character, and provide a greater door to opportunity. By investing in internships, you'll give yourself the broadest spectrum of opportunity when seeking and applying for a job after college. With that in mind, as you listen to our guest and reflect on what you hope to do after Westmont, I encourage you to consider applying to Westmont and San Francisco or getting in touch with The Cove, either before Christmas break or when we return for spring semester. So without further ado, help me in welcoming our featured speaker. Today we have with us Jada Fox, who is a 2020 Westmont alum, and she's here to talk about her experience with Westmont San Francisco. Jada, thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, it's great to be here. Happy to be here and talk. <laughs> Yay. So let's start first. Um, what compelled you to do Westmont San Francisco? Well, so I'm originally from the Bay Area, and I grew up going to the city, visiting, going to the Nutcracker over Christmas, kind of those classic San Francisco oh, things. Yeah. Um, so living in the city was always kind of a pipe dream for me, just because I knew how expensive <laughs> San Francisco can be. Yeah. Um, and so practically, I just kind of, you know, put that aside. But I spent my junior year abroad, so fall of 2018 through um, spring okay. of 2019. Um, with Westmont, England, and then Westmont in Jerusalem. And so kind mm. of while I was abroad in England, I was like, well, 
it would really be great to have a place to transition back to being in the States. And um, yeah. I thought of Westmont, San Francisco, and just thought it would be a good transition house, um, so to speak. Yes, absolutely. So yours was more transitional. Um, how did it compare the program itself? Because you obviously did two kind of abroad programs. I've been abroad mm-hmm. too, but I've never done the um, more locational one in San Francisco or downtown. Mm-hmm. How does that compare? Obviously, the internship is a huge part of that. So would you mm-hmm. elaborate a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I would say both programs I was on um, prior to San Francisco um, they were very mobile and transient. Um, it was kind mm. of the opportunity to see a lot of things, understand kind of a broad scope, for instance, like Israel-Palestine, um, get a full understanding of um, the conflict and the history and the people yeah. and the religion. Um, so a lot of things were in conversation at once. Um, so a program like San Francisco is, in a way, a wind-down of we're going to be living here stably and really understand the community, understand the neighborhood, um, especially with mm-hmm. the internship I was doing. It was really understanding and working with a specific demographic and community. Um, so because of living a more stationary life, you um, are able to establish routine as opposed to you're mm. in a location for maybe a week, two weeks, and then you move on to the next. Um, yeah. So it's a different way of kind of approaching um, what community might may look like. Um, as well as mm. learning about a specific area of the world. Yeah. Um, and then what internship did you have? I mean, Brad and uh, Kristen gave us a little bit of, you know, the, just array of different mm-hmm. opportunities that the city does have. But what was your focus and does it have anything to do with like what you're doing now? Yeah. So <laughs> that year was crazy. <laughs> I'm just going to say like <laughs> traveling <laughs> was was absurd. So of course I landed an internship that I didn't really expect. Um, mm. I not like it was, oh my gosh, I was shooting for this and I didn't expect to get it. It just literally got kind of brought around this opportunity um, yeah. a, a, for space for healing and growth. So I worked with um, Because Justice Matters, which is a, a Christian-based nonprofit in the Tenderloin of San Francisco and some other Westmont students mm. and alums have worked there prior and um, this past year as well. Um, and so really what that looked like, um, I was working with women and girls in the Tenderloin. Um, so it's kind of a wide mm. demographic of um, what <laughs> kind of, uh, I don't know, community relationships we're trying to build, different strategies. Um, so yeah. I work both like the operational side a little bit as well as um, more of the relational, relational um, ministry outreaches that we were doing. Yeah. And then are you working on campus right now or, you know, quote unquote, remote a little bit (laughs) probably, but um, did, did that internship experience lend itself to Mm -hmm. the job you have now at all? Or is it something that um, gave you confidence? How, how did that internship kind of help you land where you are now? Mm. Well, um, kind of what I was saying of the year was crazy. (laughs) There's a lot (laughs) to kind of work through and break down and understand, especially coming back. Um, and eventually back to Westmont campus for my senior year. But um, the internship, uh, especially because I was working with a complete office of women and working to serve women and build relationships with women, um, it created a space and they really try to cultivate um, an environment and relationships built around honor and truly understanding Mm -hmm. the people and persons that they are working with, including their own colleagues. Um, So it allowed for me to really 
and alongside the actual programming of Westmont and San Francisco to really break down who I was in my vocation and in my person Mm -hmm. and who God has created me to be. Um, especially yeah. through following that journey of kind of breaking down every part of like life <laughs> abroad. So like my major, as well as like who I am in community with other people who are like me, people who are not like me, um, mm-hmm. as well as like entering some really difficult spaces around the world. And yeah. um, so that being said, I returned to campus and I started working as a peer coach um, with the Center for Student Success. And that has kind of blended yeah. over to my um, role now as a student success coach with Westmont, working with um, incoming students. Um, and I think that was kind of a thread I started to understand is I really love to connect to people um, and yeah. understand them and meet them where they are, um, kind of that whole empathy. If, you know, we're going to talk Enneagram, which is also a huge part of Westmont San Francisco. <laughs> I, um, we learned about um, kind of the language of the Enneagram. So I've found out that I was a two and it kind of put a lot of words to the growth and points of connection that um, I found throughout the year without the language to understand it. So um, yeah, I don't know if that helps answer your question. No, it totally does. It totally does. And and for all of our listeners, I mean, just every aspect, we just want to know how, you know, Westmont San Francisco helps grow, but also just Westmont as a whole. I mean, that's what this mm-hmm. whole thing is about, right? So then what were some of the highlights? Obviously, you had a mm-hmm. very packed year, you know what I mean, going from one <laughs> experience to yeah. the other. Um, and so it just varied, you know, like you said, mm-hmm. so much. Um, but what were some of the highlights from Westmont and San Francisco? Mm-hmm. Mm, that's a really good question. <laughs> so I, <laughs> I think I love living in the house with um, the other mm-hmm. Westmont students. I I think one of the great parts about the summer program specifically is that you kind Mm -hmm. of get a taste of adult life. So the life that I'm, you know, living in post-grad now trying to figure out and make happen. Um, (laughs) I got a glimpse of that, you know, uh, (laughs) summer 2019 and um, kind of being able to come home to a group of people who are also trying to figure it out (laughs) and like learning about themselves (laughs) simultaneously is an environment that helps cultivate um, and kind of welcome that growth and thinking about maybe some difficult things, like, especially with like the work that I was doing, I saw a lot of hard things and things I like had seen before, but I suddenly had more context to because of the travel I brought in. Um, so I think just like the space to learn how to cook for yourself and, um, what does it mean to kind of have a modge podge family and community within a single house where you kind of share similar backgrounds, but there's a lot of differences and you learn to embrace those and, um, live through that. So, um, yeah. And then secondly, I think it was probably I loved doing finding another community through um, BJM and my internship, mm. um, the family that was kind of created there and learning how to connect to the community that we were serving and working with and building relationships mm. with um, and how that just changed my entire perspective of understanding the city um, and understanding yeah how the city is so connected. I had kind of like a breakthrough moment. I was like, oh my gosh, like the brokenness in the city is like the same mm-hmm. and shares a lot of similarities to the brokenness I saw in Israel-Palestine and like Northern yeah. Ireland. Um, and I ended up basing my senior project on that like kind of breakthrough. So um, wow. yes, I think that was kind of, and that's kind of like a more abstract highlight because it was just a long progression, but yeah, uh, it simply just provided the space for it to happen. Absolutely. And then on the flip side of that, what were some of the the real challenges? It sounds like both the highlights could be potentially the challenges, but was there something different um, that 
posed more difficult mm-hmm. while you were in San Francisco? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So something I think I started kind of working through, um, maybe more so on Israel-Palestine than on Westmont in England, um, was traversing different boundaries, um, both unseen mm-hmm. and seen. So leaving the West Bank, going through military checkpoints to Jerusalem, and then the boundaries within the city, yeah. how divided that is, um, kind of the old city, the different quarters, noticing the differences between people, why certain people go there, why certain people don't go there. Um, right. All of that. Um, I saw that kind of implanted and impressed on uh, San Francisco. And so for me wow. to be able to walk into the Tenderloin and then go home to a very nice house and have those juxtapositions of living in a very nice neighborhood um, mm-hmm. and then also going to the ten- returning to the Tenderloin the next day and um, seeing just the disparity between the two and trying mm-hmm. to understand why that exists uh, was really hard. Um, I talked to God a lot about that and I would yeah. ask uh, him about like why this brokenness exists. But I think the beauty in that conversation, at least the faith conversation, is that God kind of comes alongside and shows up in the spaces of brokenness. Even if we don't fully understand it, like, he's still there and, like, revealed himself to me, so, but it's still that, like, learning process and um, continuing that learning process from the previous program into a new space, I think, was a really heavy thing to kind of walk into. Yeah. That is so beautiful too. Like, like you said, like you have this macro kind of, or you had this macro look um, at the world. You know what I mean? This disparity between between countries, between civilizations, between mm-hmm. cultures. But then being able to hone in, have that micro look, at, like with even within a city. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's that's amazing, and what a cool experience. Um, so then, what are some? Um, you know, if someone was considering doing Westmont San Francisco, whether that's the spring, the fall, or the summer program, what are some tips that you would give to them? Hmm. Um, well, I kind of always give the same advice to uh, <laughs> both, like, incoming students and, like, anyone I'm helping interview for admissions right now. I say college <laughs> is what you make of it. It's what you bring into it. Yeah. It's the expectations you set for yourself, though those expectations will kind of, like, you know, might change. <laughs> Um, so I would say for anyone who's considering the program, do it. Um, you will be probably (laughs) delightfully surprised by yourself of what you're capable of and what your interests Mm. and what are and where they will take you and where they will carry you. Um, I think there is kind of an exponential unexpected amount of growth that can come from a program like San Francisco, um, simply because it invites it (laughs) and invites the growth (laughs) to happen and um, the space is safe for learning. Um, so I would just encourage with that of just yes. shoot for it. And if you try, there isn't, there's a pretty good net to catch you if you feel like you're going to fall on the, on the way. But I don't think, you, I don't think that's even a possible outcome. <laughs> <laughs> um, one other question that I was just thinking of is what does the academic and internship balance look like mm-hmm. while you're doing Westmont San Francisco? Mm-hmm. So um, since I was doing the summer program, that's a a 40-hour-a-week full-time work internship um, with one seminar class during the summer. And the seminar is focused around um, reflecting on our work week and thinking about things we have done, things we are excited about, um, and things that we're challenged by. Um, so it kind of allows for a really like mindful practice of being yeah. a, an employed person <laughs> and like thinking about, 
um, just how we're growing <laughs> simultaneously. Um, so yeah. that's quite different than the semester where it's more of the 20 hour internship and then um, the academic load. So I wish I could speak more yeah. to that as like from the student perspective, but I did more right. of the um, experiential um, workplace <laughs> approach. Yeah. And I, I think that, you know, that sounds great to a lot of people. Cause when we were talking to Brad and Kristen, it sounds like the summer one's all booked up. So whoever you've been telling, they, uh, <laughs> they have got the message. Great. 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 <laughs> um, yeah, that, that's so great. And I think that also it's one of those things that you're getting that internship experience, which a lot of people are searching for, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Over the summer and to then have that kind of ushered in, given to you, you know, you're getting these mm-hmm. steps up in a way that, you know, it's not um, micromanagerial, but at the same mm-hmm. time, you're getting that help and that um, mm-hmm. those resources that you need. Right. Um, what else about the city? Like you said, like there's so much beauty and also this underlying tension within the city, mm-hmm. like the difficulties and the um, the moments of appreciation. What else about San Francisco was just I mean, just tell us, tell us everything. Yeah. <laughs> I think I, as someone who's grown up next to the city, I just saw it in a completely yeah. different light because of the experience yeah. and the growth that like I had been doing at Westmont and then continued through my year abroad. And so like to come back into a city and be able to see, to just have my eyes open, I kind of called like the pat that year, like my road to Damascus year, like was the, like the best way I could describe it. So <laughs> like meeting apostle Paul having like been blinded and then his eyes reopened to the faith and kind yeah. of like thinking of thinking of how travel and embracing um, like a different culture or immersing yourself in a different um, scope scape of things, how much that yeah. can like kind of broaden how you view the world. Um, yeah. So I guess San Francisco, oh my gosh, <laughs> I think I just <laughs> love the vibrancy of being able to walk a few streets over and you enter a completely different environment, completely different community. Yeah. There's a different energy. Um, like thinking, you know, Pacific Heights versus like Dogpatch neighborhood versus Nopa where the house is located on the panhandle. Um, and then also like Haight and Asbury being like, you know, straight up the street from where we were. Um, wow. yeah. And like, I just, I think the proximity of just being able to like, okay, I kind of want this today. <laughs> and you are yeah. able to go there and experience that and find something new and, maybe meet someone really cool on the bus. I know that probably looks different. It's pretty quiet <laughs> now, but, yeah. um, but being just the people you meet and being open to those conversations and, um, the people that are attracted to a city like San Francisco, I think makes it unlike any other city in the United States that I, I, I have at least seen. Yeah. So, um, yeah, <laughs> I think that's really what, you know, gets me going about it. <laughs> Absolutely. I was just thinking too, um, because you did semester in in England too, right? Mm-hmm. So you were in London for a huge chunk of that time. Mm-hmm. I only got to spend a week there for my um, Westmont Northern Europe. But yeah. what are some of those connections? I was just thinking too, you know, public transit. And obviously because of COVID, everything looks different now. But what are some of those connections between San Francisco, you know, existing in that yeah environment versus okay some of these big cities that are just yeah. glorified as americans you know looking at <laughs> europe what were some of what were yeah. some of those connections um well i think like my experience of london would probably feel really different if i were to go back now um yeah. at that point in the semester i was missing kind of like the open air of ireland that we had at the beginning um yeah. and, and it was really cloudy and not so sunny we had a really hot summer in san francisco so oh, simply gosh. like the environment was just like just got a preface with <laughs> one had more fog, which is strange because San Francisco is usually pretty foggy during the summer. Um, yeah. But uh, 
Yeah, London, I was also had just kind of around the clock energy. I think certain yeah. parts of San Francisco quiet down, but London kind of keeps going just because of the sheer size of it. Um, yeah. Public transport, I think, was like fundamental to learn <laughs> in, in London, yeah. like taking the tube and also the busing system. Um, and that, like, I was able to, I, my mom came out at the end of that semester and we went to France following that and she ended up getting oh, sick. Fun. And I, like, oh, took no. myself to the Louvre <laughs> and was able to use the metro by myself because of, like, we had been in London for a month and figuring yeah. out how to navigate, I think, in a city like London where it's, you learn the different parts of the city and build a map for yourself. Um, kind of like both the person, both the personable map as well as, like, uh, what do I want to do today? Where do I want to go? Yeah. What do I need to get done? Um, and so I think bringing that to a city like San Francisco is a really like great comparison for you to point out. Um, thinking of kind of the different, um, I don't know, enclaves of people and places yeah. and like businesses. Um, yeah, because they're kind of, it's just pockets of different communities that have built, been there for a long time and change pretty rapidly, but also... Um, hold true to their I think original nature as well yeah absolutely I was just also thinking because you know you would commute from Tenderloin to like you said the panhandle Mm -hmm. and everything like that so actually how was the the interview process for that internship in the sense that like did they kind of approach you about it were you interested in them I mean Mm -hmm. obviously Brad and Kristen helped set everything up I assume but what did that look like what made that be the choice either way either them choosing Mm -hmm. you or you choosing them yeah, so um, I was looking originally for, like, a very... Because I was an English major at Westmont. I was looking yeah. for, like, English publishing house, something with writing, something with, like, teaching. Very, like, straightforward. <laughs> um, yeah. So things kind of just stopped coming through, weren't really coming together. Mm. And so a few weeks before the program, I was looking through the programs uh, that, you know, Westmont had internships and relationships with before, um, yeah. and I found BJM and I reached out and applied and had a conversation with my supervisor. Um, it was just like a very conversational interview because, um, just kind of the work that happens in, with BJM and in the TL, um, takes a certain sort of approach and mentality and understanding. Um, so that's yeah. really what that process looked like as far as just kind of understanding who I was and if it was a good fit on both sides. Um, so I knew that if I had been able to kind of come off a program like Westmont in Jerusalem, I would be able to jump in to BJM, um, and doing the work that they were doing and come alongside them. Um, but I didn't really know what to expect to be quite honest. I was just kind of like, well, ministry isn't really what I was expecting to be doing, but, um, it was exactly what I needed to be doing. Um, after a very long, difficult, but also incredibly beautifully challenging year, so. Yeah, sometimes being non-expectant, like God brings the greatest things together. <laughs> I yeah. really believe that. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was also gonna. <laughs> I was also gonna um, ask about. So you kind of did some research before going into the program, the summer program. Mm-hmm. A little bit. Yes. Um. Would you recommend that for, you know, people doing fall, spring or summer as well, or just kind of enter in the program and say, you know, Brad and Kristen have this, you know, kind of 
this, uh, what is it, routine kind of, they have this set up for you and just embrace mm-hmm. that. What do you, how do you recommend the best success um, mm-hmm. as far as internship experiences and balancing academics and everything? Right. Mm-hmm. That's a really good question. I think it probably depends on what you're bringing in as far as like experience mm-hmm. and um, if you've done internships before, what you're looking for. So if you already have something in mind and you really want to shoot for that, um, I would say yeah. probably do some prior research, see what's out there. Um, yeah. even reach out to someone beforehand. Um, and of course, talk to program leaders before, you know, and kind of while you're doing that, so you can kind of, everyone's on the same page and you're entering in full steam ahead. Um, yeah. I, would, I would say for the summer program, because it's shorter, um, it's, you know, 10 weeks, I believe, if I remember right, yeah. um, it helps to do research before and maybe have an internship okay. going into it. Um, but there were people who, you know, of course, like things fall through or like just didn't come yeah. together in time. There were people who came in without an internship, but then had one within a couple of weeks um, and were able mm-hmm. to get in their full credits um, and hours yeah. and all that was needed to uh, finish out the term. So, um, but Perfect. yeah, Brad, great help in all of that. Very, very calming presence. I think it can cause a lot of anxiety coming and being like, I don't know what I'm yeah. doing. But the reality is like, most people don't. We're all really young. Um, it's usually yeah. many people's first real job, first kind of like I'm showing up to work for a set amount of time and every yeah. day this week and then I have a weekend. Um, so I think that's also helpful to keep in mind. It's a lot of new for most people. Yeah. Actually, now that I was thinking about it, I think that most of the people who applied for summer actually found out if they're going or not right now. So just mm. as we close out, what are what are your final remarks to those people who, those listeners who are like, oh my gosh, like I'm going over this summer. Like, what do I need to know? What are, what do you have for them? Mm. Well, I think I would say, um, focus on this next semester. Um, kind of just be open to any, um, points of interest, things that might come up. If you're taking a class you didn't imagine, or it might be for your minor, might be for your major. Um, and think about, is that something I want to continue to explore? Um, Mm. I would also say, think about kind of what do you love about what you're studying? Um, for me, like English, my English major kind of looks different than other English majors. Like I love research. I love reading books. (laughs) I love writing creatively, but I also love, um, the window that literature can bring to understanding people and creating those Mm -hmm. connections and encouraging empathy. And I think that's more of a core of my passions. Um, so I would just start... I would, I think my encouragement would be to just start thinking about what do you love about your passion and what you're already doing? Um, because I think those will start to lead you to, um, an internship experience that will grow you more than you probably expect or could even fathom going into the summer. Yeah. Not to set the bar too high, but (laughs) just be open to whatever's to come. Jada, this has been so wonderful. What a beautiful time that we get. I know that, you know, right now we're kind of entering into finals week. So this is just Mm going to be so encouraging for everyone to hear just um, the hope you've brought to this podcast. So thank you so much for coming on to Westmont Works. And we can't wait to chat with you soon, maybe in the spring. Of course, I'm so happy to have joined. And just like, it's also really great to reflect on (laughs) what my experience experience was because it was so valuable. So really thank you for inviting me and having me. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye.
Well, we have now reached the end of our last fall podcast for 2020. It's very exciting because the next time you'll be hearing from us, it'll be a new year, 2021. And I think we're all hoping that we can usher in something with more positivity and hope. But um, nevertheless, we know that God is good. So before we close out, I just want to remind you that um, your CDAs would love to connect with you throughout this week. Um, If you need a study break to grab a cup of coffee, if you want to talk about internship opportunities with them, whatever it is, they are accessible to you. Um, Just look on our Instagram at the Cove WC. You can see who your CDA for your res hall is. Just for all those uh, residents in GLC, your CDA, Taylor, is actually hosting a GLC Christmas treat bake-off tomorrow, December 10th at 7 p.m. in the GLC South Kitchen 2. So that'll be really fun. Just take a break from studying, take a break from this week, um, and join her in the kitchen for some yummy treats. Um, You can also find all the information for that on our Instagram. It's our most latest post. Um, So that's the really only event I think that we have coming up. We want you guys all to have an amazing Christmas vacation that's coming up. Good luck on those finals. You're going to be amazing. And we can't wait to see you back in January. And thank you for allowing Westmont Works to work with you. Have a wonderful, wonderful Christmas holiday.